Today, I want to share a few things that I hope is going to be uh, useful for everyone that listens to this call. And uh, the process started um, a few months ago, well, probably a bit longer than that. And I was on, uh, with my mentor, I was on a group coaching call. And uh, he asked a question in the group. And uh, <laughs> the result was a stunned Silence. It was a. It was a quite a linguistic question that he asked as well. But anyway, it went along the lines of, "What does your customer or client need to know to be true to work with you?" And uh, so he, he uttered this question, and it was like crickets. Nobody spoke. <laughs> um, and however, anyway, we went on to to discuss this in quite some depth. Depth and it was absolutely fascinating, and I think it really explains more around the psychology of working with clients in a competitive space, and for recruiters, obviously for for candidates as well. You are in a massively competitive market that's skill short. Fantastic candidates are a challenge to uncover and how do you get on their radar and how is it that um, they will start to work with you well they need to know that some things are true and you need to answer some subconscious questions unconscious questions I should say that are going on in the head so I thought today it would be a good idea to share with you five of these questions to to answer and things that you need to consider when you're thinking about your marketing, the messages that you communicate and how your recruiters are communicating too. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there, everyone. This is Denise from Superfast Recruitment with the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast, recording this for you on a, would you believe it, a sunny afternoon in the Lake District. Is that possible? I ask myself. Anyhow, it is. And we're just about to go off on holiday. So I'm feeling excited. I have a to-do list that I can't believe how long it is. However, I'm forging on. So today... Um, I'm going to talk about um, some specific questions that you need to be able to answer when it comes to your candidates and clients. And and I'll explain about how this came about and why it's so important today to be thinking about this, especially when you consider how competitive the recruitment and staffing sector is. Anyhow, before I get into that, first of all, if you're new here, welcome. Uh, Great to have you. You can go and knock yourself out with, I think, probably another 180, 181 podcasts. I'm on a mission over the summer to get, uh, to hit that magical uh, 200 number, um, which uh, I'll, I'll come on to explain more about later. Uh, if you have not downloaded the marketing checklist that we uh, we, we share, then please do that. Uh, it will inform where you are now as you want to move forward. And uh, it's pretty easy to do if you go to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash MCL, all in lowercase, 
just uh, pop your um, name and email address there and um, uh, as if by magic it will whiz its way across the internet to you. So let me get into this subject and it's um, it's something I absolutely love because it's all about the psychology and mindset. So I shared in the introduction about a mentor uh, of ours that we work with and on a group coaching call, you know, he, he threw this one in, incredibly bright guy, you know, what do you, what does your customer or client need to know to be true to work with you? And it's a fascinating question when you consider it, because then you start to process and think, okay, so what do they need to be true? And then you start to look at, so what are their buying criteria? And I, I don't know if you've ever considered this at all, but it's a different way of thinking about marketing and sales. And yet it's these questions that are going around consciously or unconsciously in your client and candidate's heads all the time that are so key to answer. I'm sure some of you will, um, you know, know that, you know, the, the, the makeup of a great salesperson or when someone's talking to you is when they they're, they're, they almost have this uncanny ability to read what's going on in your mind. And, you know, as human beings, um, there are certain things that, that push us, certain things that are important to us and certain questions that we want to have um, answered. Now, imagine if you are interacting with someone, how uh, impressive that will be when it's almost as if they are inside your head answering uh, answering that question. So, you know, it, it is a different way of thinking about it. And just consider this, if you're going to persuade that client that they need to work with you exclusively, um, or you want them to pay you a retainer fee, um, you, know, you need to be answering what's going on for them. And yet it might be the same with an outstanding candidate. You know, we're in a skill short market at the moment. And what if there's a candidate that you know well, that particular individual is gamefully employed somewhere else. However, a new job instruction has just landed on your desk. And you know that Andy or Martina is going to be absolutely perfect for that role. And it could really just be the switch for their career that they've been looking for. Um, and it's, you know, how do you get on side with that person so that they, they, they trust you, they, they believe you and they, and they want to work with you? So. I am a student of psychology and motivation, as many of you will know. This is a topic I study all the time. So I wanted to, to get into this with you so that you can utilize some of these um, answers in your marketing, on sales calls. You could teach them to your recruiters too. So the first one, really, really important. And you'll hear people saying this. Uh, about about individuals. I just didn't feel comfortable with them. I don't know what it was. I decided not to work with them. I just didn't feel right. Something was going on there. I didn't feel comfortable with them. So when it comes to professional services, which is obviously where recruitment and staffing companies operate, relationships are key. You know, it's different in, you know, the business to consumer world. You know, at, uh, at Christmas, um, I'm a very good auntie. And I always buy what I'm instructed to do. So I normally send a text out and say, what does Lucy want? What does Mark want? What does whoever want? I'll get something back. And basically I was told monkey puzzles. So I went onto Amazon and uh, I'm sure parents listening to this will appreciate that there are a lot of monkey puzzles <laughs> on Amazon. So Denise being Denise, I went for the one with the highest review and probably the most expensive. Click, done, all sorted out. Didn't really think too much about the supplier or who was uh, who was going to deliver it because it wasn't really that important to me. For me, 
I was spending 20 quid on something and it was transactional. Now, obviously, we all work in a, in a completely different environment. And, um, you know, people are a pretty high value commodity. So, um, you know, as a purchaser of services, so let's just say that you are working with, you know, a supplier um, you know, in your case, your clients and candidates are working with you. We want to feel understood and that we are important to that supplier. And it's fascinating, actually, because I was talking to one of our Superfast Circle uh, clients and um, and it was actually back in November. And I won't reveal who, who it was because I know that they listen to this podcast as well, but I'm sure they'll be able to work out how they were. And one of the things that um, she said... Uh, was that she actually felt that we cared. She used a different word, but, you know, she actually felt that we, you know, we were important, that that she was important to us, that we were really bothered about what was going on for her and her business and how she was going to grow and she was going to scale. And I wasn't surprised by that because when I work with a supplier... I want to feel that they're engaged with my business too and that, you know, they really understand me. You know, they understand what's important to me and what's key to my business and, you know, that that they celebrate when when I celebrate and that, you know, it's all like one happy family. Now, I know that this isn't just me because this is human nature. So therefore... As a recruitment business owner and with the team around you, everything you say and do should communicate that you understand your clients and their issues and your candidates. And critically, that you know also that you believe what you were saying. I was listening to a podcast by a guy called um, Ed Milet recently. Fantastic guy, by the way. Um, I'm a massive fan of his. And... Um, on this particular podcast, he was talking about energy exchange and that, you know, where where we are with people, we need to be exchanging energy. And, um, you know, because, you know, who, who really wants to buy from a boring sales person that, you know, doesn't, doesn't look enthused or engaged about the products that they have to sell? So, you know, communicate your passion and enthusiasm and confidence and the fact that you totally get and understand your clients. And that's going to go a long way for you. So, you know, with our super fast uh, clients, our content clients and our super fast circle members, we continually focus on the importance of them understanding everything about their clients and candidates. And we talk about not just the demographics, not just where do they live and how many children have they got, but also that psychographic information, you know, what's really important to them. It's like getting inside their skin because when you do that, you really understand what their issues are, what's important to them, what's important to them about the business, about their life, about the career. And this, this information can then be used to demonstrate your, your particular ex- expertise. Now, you know, obviously people know uh, that we provide marketing services. So, you know, sometimes people say, so how does content work? Where does it, where do I use content? Well, you know, this is a big, big clue because if you have a website full of content that is demonstrating your expertise and that you really understand and you really know your client that will make a massive difference to you. I'm sure the penny's dropping now as well, that if you have got content on your website 
going out on social media consistently in front of your clients, potential clients and candidates, it will really demonstrate that you understand them and what what's going on for them. Um, and 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 what what it is is a lot of this is unconscious to them, but somehow. As you do this, they get that you understand them. They get that if they were to work with you, um, you would be in, important. It's that knowing that, I know it sounds a bit woo-woo this, but it's that knowing that you communicate through the, the written and spoken word that really makes people feel special and feel like, do you know what, I think I'd really like to work with that person because they really get me they get what I'm about and they get the market now number two here is the logical next step from first of all with and and let's be honest this is just like um relationships 101 whether it's business or personal first of all we think do I feel comfortable with this person who hasn't got up and moved seat because they didn't feel comfortable with somebody and the next thing is important is do I trust you communicating you are trustworthy And people have different definitions of this. So I'm going to explore some of this with you. To clients and candidates is a logical next step. Trust, of course, it can be expressed and it can be communicated in multiple ways. So are you clear? Let's just do something really simple here. So are you clear on who you serve and is your value proposition nailed? So that's the main thing. So do you know... Who are you serving? If you know, if I land on your website, do I know that I am in the right place? And this is about confidence and this is about trust. So, you know, saying you provide recruitment solutions and that you're a recruitment partner of choice, um, unfortunately doesn't really mean much anymore, particularly because we you're in a growth market. There's 40,000 recruitment companies. Um, you might have been able to get away with that 10 years ago and, and still, you know, have a have a sustainable business. Now, people think that's a bit, mm, not too sure about that. You know, they land on you. Oh, well, you know, well, who are they? Because people now expect to be able to find someone who is a specialist in their field. Um, people want and expect more. It's just how we are. It's not just the millennials. It's all of us because the World Wide Web has made sure of that. People demand specialism. So it's important that you, you know, you communicate this to them. So let's just say I'm a digital marketing manager and I'm looking for a role. Just just to be clear, (laughs) I would never go back to working for anybody. Um, I, as I always say to Sharon, I'm totally unemployable now. So anyway, that's that's another story. You can you can buy my services, but you know I'm totally unemployable. And let's just let's just pretend let's just pretend that I wanted to get a digital, digital marketing manager's role. And obviously, I live in the north of England. I want it to be in the north of England. And and when I look online, I am filtering for this. So I'm, my filters are on. So imagine if I land on your website. And that you are communicating that, you know, we provide senior digital talent to organisations across the north of England. That is what I'm looking for. So I'm going to take a deep dive onto your website. So my trust antennae are up and thinking, ah, this this could be for me. This is interesting. The thing is, 
trust it's all wrapped up in in value too what value do you provide for your clients and candidates and how are you communicating this it's back to you know the content you have on the website the videos the testimonials the case studies all of this is demonstrating here is a trustworthy individual you know and and some people listen to this um i'm hoping that you all have pictures of yourself on your website because you know visual media and someone seeing a picture of you or a picture of your team or a picture of your office again it adds that that extra tick when people are are considering well do i actually trust this person now here's something number three do i need what you are selling now, obviously, it's logical. I'm with you on this one. Of course, people need recruitment companies. Um, otherwise, how will they build their team? D- depending on the size of the organisation, yes, they might have a, an internal team. However, you know, they, they might be fishing in a small pond. I'm not going to get into that because you and I both know that it's critical. Um, however, <laughs> your clients and candidates don't always appreciate this and you know in their head they're going on and thinking about well do I actually need do I need that service Um, and what they actually need from you is they need more insight and drum roll that is your job to give them insight um, about why they need to be working with you and insights about them and their business. Be the insight provider. Now, this obviously flicks back to the point um, that that I was making in in point one about people feeling comfortable with you. You know, it's important that you demonstrate your understanding of your client's issue. Now, this week, Liz and I, uh, one of our content writers, were on a call with a client and we were scoping out an email campaign. Now, part of their process, our clients, I'm not going to reveal their their sector or or who they were because that's confidential. But, you know, just to give you some insight, because I'm wondering if you can recognize yourself as I describe this, this individual and what they do. So part of their process is they visit the client. And they work with them on their business and they, but by telling them something (laughs) about a problem that was going to happen or is going to happen that they didn't even know existed. Now that is insight for you because obviously as recruiters, you're specialists in your field, you understand how to build a team, you understand that, well, actually they don't need an X, they need a Y and, the, uh, and they also actually need an A and a B. But let's just start with the fact that they need X first or Y, whatever that might be. And, and our particular client is absolutely fantastic at doing this. So they help their clients pinpoint the issues they have and the, the, the issues that they don't want. They also have the ability to pinpoint the different results the clients want, which they aren't getting. And, you know, that insight is invaluable you know I always say there's a clue in the title with your job role you are recruitment consultants you consult on recruitment you're also career consultants too and I want to pose you a question here and I suspect that you do this too to some level or maybe you come out of a of a client meeting you think well actually what they need to do is this and they actually really need to do that and they need to do whatever 
And you, you're possibly not communicating that in with God. Because, you know, sometimes we come from that scarcity mindset. We're frightened that if we tell them the truth, if we challenge them, that our client or our candidate isn't going to like and not going to work with them. And, you know, really, that isn't the case anymore. You know, the, the whole selling and marketing game has changed. People want trusted advisors. They want people to help them. They want the truth. In fact, there is a book called um, The Challenger Sale, and um, where I'm sitting at the moment, I can't quite see it on my bookcase, and my eyesight isn't as good, so I can't read the ta- can't read the the author. But I will drop a link to this in um, in the transcription for you. And there's a great book called The Challenger Sale, and that's all about challenging our clients, stimulating their thinking, because how would they make a decision on working with you if you're not bringing them any new insight? Um, you know, this is a superpower that many of you have that, that sometimes you don't always use to its best effect. So let's move on now to number four. And that is, is this the most important thing for me now? Because, you know, the reality is um, it's not a bottomless pot, is it? You know, in an organization, people have a budget. They may have an allocation of funding. We've been talking a lot about this recently with some of our Superfast Circle um, people around, you know, what, what should they be allocating for marketing? You know, it's not a bottomless pit. And, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, from our perspective, you know, most business owners are going to have a mindset where it's either or. It doesn't always happen in recruitment, but it but it can do. Well, do I do I recruit for this person or do I just leave it for a few months? So, I know when it comes down to building a team, this shouldn't be the case, and sometimes it is. So it's just you know the proverbial happens, and you have to get over it. This is why it's critical to understand, and we talked about this earlier, it's why it's really critical to understand your clients and candidates and their motivations, and sometimes to challenge them. So you said you want this, but now you're telling me that you can't do this because of this. So you're saying you want to build a team, you're saying, you know, your your marketing's in a mess and you need someone to just grab hold of it with experience. And yet, on the and, and you're saying that if you don't get your name out in the market more, then you're not going to have the number of leads coming in. Yet you're saying all this and now you're telling me that you're just going to like limp along and just outsource a couple of things when really you need somebody in there, um, you know, masterminding everything. So it's sometimes... The you need the ability to press somebody's button and buttons, and you know you can do this through content, you can do this through reports, you can do this through you know um, having jumping online and having a conversation with me. You have to press that button to enable them to make a decision. Now, of course, return on investment comes uh, comes into play here too. You know, if I work with you, what will be my return? Is there a strong business case to work with you? All of those things go on go on for people and um, whether you have an FAQ document whatever that might be you know you need to be able to demonstrate obviously as I would say people grow organizations not products so you know there's so much data out there that maybe you also need to be able to to communicate that um, a lovely client that we work with we were we were chatting the other day and he does some retained fees um, 
He's one of the, the leaders in the organisation. He loves doing retained. And, you know, he managed to place somebody in an organisation, you know, high, high earner in an organisation that has now been able to bring on board an, an additional 100 employees into the organisation. I think it was a, you know, a really high growth startup. There's only 100 of them. And they've now got five, five other offices. So you can see the difference that is making to the bottom line of that organisation. So, you know, do you have some data um, that can help convince people about why this is the most important decision for them and uh, why it's now? Finally, and this this does sometimes shock people, but do I want to buy from you? Now, you would hope that if you've done all the other bits and pieces that we talked about here, you know, all the other, you know, four, uh, four key things, that this is the most logical com- conclusion. This should be a summary of everything else that, that has gone be- before. So if a client and candidate can see the value you bring and that, you know, you are consistently demonstrating um, that you understand them, you get a big tick, you know, every time they go and open an email of yours, um, they're, they're opening it because they know that the, the content that you share is going to give them some insight. They get that you get them and you are going to be the recruitment company that they, when they make that final decision, they're going to work with. You know, it's a big tick. You know, if you are a specialist or a preferred supplier, everything you do and you consistently demonstrate, you know, the value uh, that, that you bring, you will get that sale. You will get that new client. You will get that, that candidate. It's about understanding the benefits that you deliver to your clients and candidates and making sure that you communicate that to people. Because it's all right saying, you know, we provide recruitment solutions, but what recruitment solutions and what will that mean for you? You know, what do you do differently to other recruitment organizations? So it's thinking about the classic, you know, features, advantages and benefits and Somewhere on the blog, we have the Superfast Recruitment blog. We have um, we, we have a, a recording to, to listen to about that. But it's communicating to them. So what this will mean for you, John, what this will mean for you, Andy, what this will mean for you, Andrea, is this. So X feature means this benefit. And it's communicated that. And still, I know that's old school selling 101. That's old school marketing. But still some people don't do it. So here endeth the lesson, a um, bit of a slightly longer podcast today. We said we've got some really great material for you coming in the next few weeks. And hopefully this is something you will find useful. So listen to this podcast again. And if you, I know many of you, because you, you let me know, you listen to this in the car when you're on school runs and various other things. Um, you know, go, go, to, go to Superfast Recruitment, have a look at the transcript and, you know, write down these five key areas and just check with yourself, you know, about, you know, are, are my potential clients and candidates, are they comfortable with me? You know, do, do they do they trust me? Do they do they need, do I need what, the, what they're selling? And is it important to me now? And, you know, finally, do I want to buy from them versus somebody else in the market, you know? Um, because lots of people, look, there's lots of specialist recruitment companies, but why should they work with you? What are you doing to stand out in the mind? So this is Denise from Superfast Recruitment. I hope this has been useful saying bye for now. <laughs>